Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow, today is a fantastic, fantastic podcast that you just don't want to miss. Alan Dershowitz talked to us about the January 6th show trials that apparently are on TV tonight. He told us if you're going to watch, you have to watch it with this frame of mind. Also, we talked about the January 6th prisoners, which he called political prisoners. It is terrifying, uh, the, the, the world that he is describing, and he's right. Also, we started the program with uh, the left and how they've just kind of ignored the guy who tried to kill uh, the the, uh, Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh over abortion and gun restrictions. While we were there on abortion, we also have the CEO from the Pro-Life Pregnancy Center in Buffalo, New York, that was firebombed. The third the third one. Uh, He called it crystal knot. I don't know if I agree with him, but it is coming. And Biden says a revolution is coming over abortion and guns if they decide the wrong way in the Supreme Court. All that and so much more on today's podcast. Like I said, on the podcast today, we are talking about your economy as well. And when is this inflation thing going to get under control? Uh, not, Not soon, I'll tell you that. Most people don't know this, but um, Americans, it is possible for you to use your retirement account to acquire precious metals. People say, I don't have the money to buy gold or whatever. You could be saving up for retirement and building a protective wall against inflation and other forms of economic insanity that will pop up. This is a big idea. It's something that Goldline could help you out with right now. I've been working with Goldline for, gosh, I think almost two decades this is why i trust them i was buying stuff from them before they ever became a customer of mine they do business the right way i've seen it for myself i've done my own homework but do your own homework give them a call today because time really is not on any of our sides on this call cold gold line tell them that i sent you uh, from the podcast and give them the code myb that's goldline.com. Use the code MYB, which represents Mind Your Business. The Mind Your Business silver bars they um, they give to people just like you, just any listener who says MYB, as a thank you for just calling in. Request the information at their website, goldline.com, or call them at 866-GOLDLINE. You're listening to... The best of the Glenn Beck program. You know, I I uh, was telling somebody who was up here at the ranch yesterday. We were talking about how to solve America's problems, and I said one of the biggest things that we have to do is we have to return to the philosophy of George Washington. We have to be people of merit. We have to merit uh, and earn uh, the the right to even be able to ask God, can you help us with our problems? And that doesn't mean doing the things we want to do. That doesn't mean um, getting God on our side. God is, believe it or not, on everybody's side. However, 
He can only help the people that are walking in his footsteps, especially when we are facing evil. You can't have anything to do with evil uh, and malice and uh, revenge and anger. Those do not come from him. So we need to look for things that we can do. And I'm on a kick this year to um, this audience. I would like to see us raise uh, enough money to save 50,000 children from being aborted. And I'll tell you about that later. But we have to have these centers around. And they are coming under attack. This is the third now pregnancy service that has been attacked. This one just uh, happened outside of Buffalo, I believe. Uh, it's up in upstate New York, and the CEO, James Harden, is uh, on with us now. It's Compass Care Pregnancy Services. Um, and uh, so you know, James is a guy who has really done so much for life. He, has the, he came up with the first measurable and repeatable medical model in the pregnancy center movement which has helped hundreds of centers nationwide become more effective at reaching more women and saving more babies from abortion. Uh, there's a reason that they uh, selected his abortion center. Uh, their Buffalo office was the one that was hit. Welcome to the program, James Harden. Glenn, it's an honor to be with you. Thanks for having me on. You bet. So tell me what happened, first of all. This happened in the middle of the night. Everybody is safe, right? What happened? This is the pro-abortion crystal knock. What happened uh, was glass was broken and fires lit because uh, we do not uh, comply with the ruling elite's position that uh, we should be referring and providing for abortion. Women uh, do not... Uh, feel like they have a choice when they're facing an unplanned pregnancy. They feel stuck, trapped, like they've got no choice, like they need to have an abortion. And what we do is we erase the need for abortion by transforming a woman's fear into confidence with ethical medical care and comprehensive community support throughout the pregnancy and beyond. And they targeted women that night. They targeted women. This is, uh, it's, it's, it's heinous. The building is totally destroyed. We've got essentially 25% fire damage, 100% smoke damage. It's going to take months to repair, hundreds of thousands of dollars. But, you know, the church in western New York has rallied. We didn't lose one single patient that day, and we've relocated to, mm. a, to a secure, undisclosed location, and we're serving patients. We were serving patients up and running yesterday. They meant to shut us down, and we soldiered on. I have to tell you, um, <laughs> I can't believe we're living in the days that I never really truly could understand when I would read and good would be evil and evil would be called good. Look at what's I, happening. You're going underground because you refuse to kill children. Exactly right. We... I'm with you 100%, Glenn. I can't believe we're living in these days either when, when good is called evil and evil is called good. Everything's upside down. And, the, and, and what, what's, what's bothering me right now is that the, the politicians are refusing to denounce the violence against pro-life pro pregnancy centers. They're refusing to, to, to say, hey, this is wrong. Uh, violence is wrong everywhere er, all the time. This is not how you solve problems. And their silence 
can only be interpreted as complicity. And it's emboldening yes. these terrorists. This is a national okay, trend. So I know it is. So, but tell me what's happening in New York. The, the governor of New York earmarked millions of dollars to help pay for you know, women to travel to New York for abortions. They're all allocating more money to beef up security for abortion providers. And they don't even seem really interested in finding out who did this with you. No, the FBI is involved. The FBI has been involved since before the firebombing because we had threats and they knew it was coming. Uh, and Kathy Hochul, Governor Hochul, has refused to denounce the violence against pro-life pregnancy centers. Furthermore, she adds insult to injury by getting the legislator to pass a, a bill to investigate pregnancy centers. I mean, what, what is that? She should what be vetoing that bill. What, what do you mean investigating pregnancy? What are they investigating you for? Uh, for uh, how we're potentially um, harming women's ability uh, to, to access health care and, 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 and unmet oh resource God. needs. We are their health care and unmet resource need provider. And they're going to invest. What do you I'm know? You, they, need to, they need to redirect these, these, the funds that they're sending to, to this investigation to, to investigate the true criminals. Where is Letitia James, attorney you, general? Why isn't she investigating these if, true criminals that are? If you live in New York, you need to be on the phone with your legislators and your governor and the attorney general, probably most importantly. And ask yeah. them where they are. Why are they not investigating these things? Um, the on your building, Jane was here, was spray spray painted on the building. What do you know about the group that uh, is Jane's revenge? And and how sure is anybody that they were the ones that did it? Well, Jane's revenge um, is the is the organization that uh, has been inciting um, violence against pro-life activity, specifically pro-life pregnancy centers. Jane's Revenge refers to Jane's Collective, which was an underground abortion uh, uh, you know, activist group in, in the 1960s in Chicago. And they, they provided abortions out of people's houses. Uh, and so Jane's Revenge uh, is afraid that um, Roe versus Wade is going to get reversed and uh, they're doing everything they can with respect to using terror uh, to shut down any kind of pro-life activity. Um, but you know what? When, when Roe versus Wade, as you know, Glenn, if Roe versus Wade is reversed by the Supreme Court in the coming weeks, it doesn't end abortion. It just concentrates it in abortion yeah. hub states like New York. We right. are, we're already seeing women coming from Texas uh, to receive services here. You, uh, you are going to live in a state because I... Uh, you know, when the regulator is off and they feel like they've they're making a point, I'm telling you, they're going to start killing children after birth. They're just going to let them die. And it will be totally legal to do that. And the choice will be clear for so many people. Are you going to be a part of a state that is is actually involved in this evil or will you go someplace and give your tax dollars to someplace that? is is doing the opposite and trying to save lives and it, you know it's it's interesting jim um you know i've been doing some work with preborn and uh yeah. you are cut from the same cloth i think and it's it's not just about saving the baby it is the aftercare and the care that goes all the way along with the child that is so important that exactly. nobody is nobody on the left will do 
No, no, I, I, I defy anyone to find an abortionist who's going to provide any kind of care aside from what they get paid for. And, and, and that's that's re- only abortion. They're only going to do abortion and they're only going to get paid for it. But we do everything for free. We provide all this ethical medical care and comprehensive community support for free. Ah, they're not lifting a finger for these women. They're not providing. You know what abortion is? Abortion is abandonment. That's society's way of saying we don't want anything to do with this. But the community rallies around women through pregnancy centers, pro-life pregnancy centers, because we believe we believe that everyone is made in the image of God and therefore equally valuable and deserving of protection. That's where that's where dignity emanates from for the human being. And we've lost that because we've lost the belief that we all human beings are the crown of creation and must be blessed and protected. Even the people that live in the dark and firebombed our clinic the other day, those people also are made in God's image and deserving of blessing and protection. And we're calling them out to the light. Jim, how can we help you? First of all, I, let me just ask the audience, please. If you, if you have money and I know money's tight, so you have to be careful on where you're giving money, but I'm telling you, God's blessings will rain down on us if we are protecting God's children, all of God's children. If we don't strike out in violence, if we live the teachings of Jesus Christ and we help on this front, it, it, it may be the difference of survival and not for our nation. So erasing the need dot com slash donate the money will go to uh, Compass Care Pregnancy Services so they can continue their work. They can rebuild and be secure. Erasingtheneed.com slash donate. Please, first thing, make a donation. What else can people do? What else people can do? I, they can pray. Pray for wisdom. Pray for strength. Pray for unity. Pray that <clears throat> the violence will end. Also, people can, can act. Beyond giving, certainly uh, they, can, they can give. We, we have a national strategy, uh, and our strategy is working, and that's why we've been attacked. We, we, we know that uh, the abortion battle lines are shifting, and the abortion industry is scrambling. And the reason why they attacked us is because what we're doing to reduce abortion is working. And we, we have a model to, to expand uh, services and infrastructure throughout New York State to handle the increased load. We're, we're at Buffalo, Rochester, Albany, expanding into telehealth and downstate into the city. It's working, Glenn. And, and, and we've got a model for all the abortion hub states to follow, and they know it. And what, what you can do is everybody can do this. Everybody can go to ProLifePregnancyCenter.com and sign a petition that will go to Joe Biden and other politicians like New York Governor Hochul demanding that they denounce the violence to pro-life pregnancy centers and veto this heinous, nefarious, frivolous investigation bill against pregnancy centers in New York. I never thought, Jim, that pro-life and um, and this fight uh, would be the thing that would bring us together. Um, Yeah. I always I always saw it as a divisive issue, and I spent many years of my career, uh, probably half of my career, not even talking about abortion because it was so divisive. Uh, but I have to tell you, I think it is the thing that will, in the end, unite us and unite us in a way of peace uh, and and healing. Yes. Yes. It, abortion represents a flashpoint of culture that forces us to think about the value of humanity 
You know, abortion represents a fundamental misunderstanding of what it means to be human under God. And if we if we take the lessons that we're learning right now, society can can rehumanize. We can return to civilized order. You know, the only way to do this is to follow in the footsteps of Christ. He died on the cross for us, the weak and vulnerable sinner before God, who would, we would die of exposure to our sins. And he said, I'm going to die for you, but you can go and do likewise. Go and do likewise for the weak and vulnerable. There is no one weaker in our society, no one more vulnerable in our society than a woman who thinks she has no choice but to end the life of her child and the child in her womb who, whose mother thinks uh, she, has, uh, she has to abort. There is no one weaker, and that is how you walk in the footsteps of Jesus. You serve them. You love them. You protect them. You bless them. Thank you so much, Jim. You, you feel free. Keep our number. You call me anytime you need anything, all right? Thank you, Glenn. Is your staff mentally okay? Uh, our staff, uh, the, our morale is high, uh, but I can tell you we're getting a little tired. Um, we, we've got um, a lot of work ahead of us. Um, but but no one yeah. is flagging. No one is failing. Everybody's doing a fantastic job in the church and Western New York and the people, New Yorkers in general, are rallying. It's a wonderful thing to see. And you know what God, what, so what, what Satan means for evil, God will turn for his good. Yes, he will. Jim, thank you very much. That's Jim Harden, CEO of Compass Care Pregnancy Services. Uh, you can uh, donate and help at uh, erasingtheneed.com slash donate um this is why we have taken on an, another um sponsor preborn.com slash beck we we took them on as a sponsor on the blaze and they really do so much good we have to stand together and help the children help the children live This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. And don't forget, rate us on iTunes. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, boy, we are seeing some real problems. Uh, I, I read an article authored by a bunch of Yahoo experts. They were all the ones that said, oh, inflation's transitory. It's nothing to worry about. Now they're coming out going, okay, it's not. I mean, yeah. Uh, we were wrong before, but we're right this time. This is the worst it's going to get uh, by the, you know, by the new year. We're going to be rolling. I don't buy that for a second. And here's why. All of the things that are being done right now are going to add to inflation and shortages. Right now, um, there are 16 states just at the beginning of the week. What was it? Ten there are now 16 states that are paying $5 a gallon for gasoline. Maine is 502, Massachusetts 502, Idaho uh, just over 5, New Jersey over 5, Pennsylvania, uh, Ohio over 5, Arizona 518, Michigan 521, Indiana 523, Alaska 546. Illinois, can I ask you is there a reason Michigan you're paying 521 when Alaska is paying 546? Illinois 553, Washington state 548, Oregon 548, Hawaii Hawaii is playing is paying 549 and Nevada is paying 556 a gallon. And then California coming in at number 1 
at $6.39 a gallon. Now, what is causing this? By the way, several other states are on the verge. Utah, gas is $4.98. Vermont, $4.99. So those will be added. We added, I think, $0.26 this week. $0.26 in the last seven days. And it's not going to stop. Because of ESG, because of everything that this government is doing to stop funding oil research and petroleum companies. Do we have Diana on yet, Sarah? Okay. Um, she is as Diana. Um, I want to get her name right. Furch got Roth. Um, there's a name that clearly you change or you know if you're marrying into that you're like no nope, i'm not gonna do that anyway um diana is um uh, an adjunct professor of economics at george washington university she has been the chief economist at the u.s department of labor chief of staff the president's council of economic advisors deputy executive secretary for domestic policy um uh, she also served under reagan bush and the second bush She's kind of an expert, and uh, I really, really want to talk to her about two different kinds of inflation. The inflation that is caused because we printed so much money, and then the inflation that is not going to go away, in my opinion, and that is the inflation on food and gas and things uh, like that because we are moving into a new green economy, and it's going to cost us a fortune a fortune by the way did you ever pay did you ever did you vote for that because i didn't vote for that i thought we were voting for someone that would just you know take us back to normal and be sane i don't think we've gotten that maybe it's you know maybe it's just me uh diana are you there yes i'm here hi welcome it's so it's an honor to have you on the uh, program to answer to answer some hillbilly questions from a guy like me um but oh, uh no. i i i would uh i'd i'd like to ask you about inflation but two different kinds of inflation the inflation that comes from money printing but then there is there not inflation that is coming because of esg and our energy policies what's happening with the food crisis and everything else those are two different reasons uh, we're feeling this price crunch, correct? Uh, that is correct, yes. Yes, but with the Fed monetizing and accommodating these supply pressures, uh, then it means that inflation is higher. So you see that in the EU, for example, they've had the same upward pressures on energy, but their inflation rate is lower. Same with Switzerland, for example, because their central banks have behaved in a different way. So why is Germany in so much trouble? I'm seeing Germany, you know, their their inflation is the highest, I think, since 1950 or something like that. Why is Germany different? Right. Do you know? Well, they they uh, Germany is having particular particularly high problems with with its energy prices. And uh, the two the two work together, of course. Uh, they work and together. The, the, so of course, if you have higher prices, then they do affect. If you have higher prices, then and, of course, 
they do affect what the Federal Reserve is doing. So the but the Federal Reserve, even if the Federal Reserve could correct all of the mistakes that we've made, it is the the problem with our gas and energy is that we are hell bent now with this administration on destroying all fossil fuels. So there's no funding through ESG. And and so that's not going to go away. These these prices are relatively where they're going to be forever. I mean, they go up, but it's not going back down to two dollars a gallon with these with this administration. Do you agree with that? Uh, Yes, unless this administration changes its mind, then yes, things are not going to go down. Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, So it feels as though the American people are being impoverished. Uh, You know, I don't know where you stand on the Great Reset, but it bothers me when someone says, hey, in eight years, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Uh, It feels like we're being impoverished. And at the same time, they just came out with... um, you know, a, a, a new safety net uh, for retirees. It, it seems as though the government is starting to just gobble up everything and starting to provide everything. Do you know much about Secure 2.0? I know that Secure 2.0 is not necessary. The assumption is that low-income workers don't have any way of saving for retirement. But uh, we have IRAs. Uh, you can put $6,000 a year in an IRA. The vast majority of people do not use that amount of tax-deferred savings. And uh, you can have it automatically come out of your bank account every month. So there are, low, there are, there are tax-deferred retirement programs for low-income people. That is why IRAs got put in. So it's not fair okay. to make employers have the burden of that. On the so then, what are they doing with this new sense. retirement with this new retirement plan? What what is this? What is their goal? The goal is to require employers to provide four hundred one k or retirement plans for all their workers, which up to now uh, has been optional. What's that going to do right. to us? What's going to do to businesses? Well, well, it's going to raise the cost of businesses because you have to hire somebody to do it. I mean, say you work in a hardware store and you have a lot of low-income workers working as cashiers or helping people find goods in the hardware store. So you might have to provide uh, a 401k plan for these individuals. So you're going to have to call up a benefits manager. I mean, you probably don't even have a benefits manager. You probably just give them payroll every month. Now you're faced with setting up a 401k for them. Even for larger, sophisticated firms or consulting firms, often they don't have a 401k or a startup that wouldn't have a 401k. It's difficult to do. So it places an additional burden on small businesses. That is not necessary because if these individual cashiers in the hardware store wanted to put $6,000 in an IRA, they would be able to do that. If they wanted their bank to transfer $500 a month, it would be auto-enrollment into the 401k program they could do that so it's just a matter of the federal government getting involved where it isn't really needed it is this is incredible i mean you worked um in the reagan administration it feels like what we're suggesting and we're not even close to it on the fed level but if the fed did what the fed did in you know 1980 1981 uh and two and started raising you know up to 19 percent and we had all of this Biden red tape that he's adding. 
you would stop the heart of this nation, would you not? Economically speaking, uh, really, uh, uh, you really would. You would definitely send the economy into a recession and you would cause major damage, especially to the low income workers that President Biden purports to represent. So uh, as you're looking at things um, and you know what the situation is now where it's all being done administratively, it's not really even going to go through Congress. He'll just keep doing it, uh, you know, administratively. How long can we take this beating before we really start to see everything just go haywire? Well, it's not, it's not a question of uh, how long. I mean, the longer it goes, uh, the worse people are going to be off. But the wonderful thing about the United States, and I speak as an immigrant from the United Kingdom, is that the pendulum does swing back. And there's an opportunity to do that in November. There's an right. opportunity, and the polls say that the House and Senate are going to be Republicans, so that'll be an opportunity for oversight hearings. There's going to be an opportunity in 2024. So I think the damage is in the United States is always limited because people have the choice of voting in another party, and when times get bad, they do that. I, I uh, from, from your mouth to God's ears, um, uh, I was reading an article today about, I think it was in the New York Times, maybe in yeah, I think it was New York Times. All of these experts that had said inflation is transitory. Um, and now they're saying, OK, we were wrong about that. However, we're about at the top of the inflation ladder and it's going to start coming down. And 2023 is going to be great. It'll come back down. One of them was actually saying it'll be back down to one point two percent inflation rate. Um, who do we listen to? Who <laughs> is there anybody out there that we can trust and what is going to happen with the inflation rate? Best guess. Well, it's certainly going to be uh, above 8%, I would say, certainly through the summer uh, with high energy prices affecting people's use of air conditioners. Some people are saying they're going to be blackouts. High gas prices are going to be pervasive uh, throughout the summer. But the important thing to know is this is a self-inflicted wound. America has the largest oil and natural gas reserves in the world. We could be uh, encouraging fossil fuel production, encouraging pipelines, and we're not doing that. This is a problem that's fixable, and that's the sunny side of this. This is something we can fix with another administration, uh, with another Congress. I, I, uh, I'm so glad to hear your optimism. Um, thank you so much for your service to the nation and, and everything you've done uh, over the years. And I can't imagine what it's like to be an adjunct professor at George Washington University. I hope it's not as bad as it is everywhere else, but uh, oh, any no, university it, that it, wants it, to take the name of George Washington down scares me. But No, I have wonderful students. They ask great questions, and I enjoy teaching. Yes. Good, good. Thank you so much. We'll talk again. God bless you. Thanks so much, John. The best of the Glenn Beck Program. Goodness, a giant gun bill has just passed in the House. Woo! Thank goodness. It passed now mostly on a party line vote. Five Republicans supported the measure, two, two Democrats opposed it. 
Uh, so uh, that's uh, that's we're going to be talking about those people. Also, did you notice that Matthew McConaughey? I guess some people really liked it. I thought it was weird. Uh, Matthew McConaughey was speaking from behind the podium of the press secretary in the White House. What? What? How did that happen? Stu, do you know how that happened? Was it because he's the leading foremost expert on gun control and policy in the United States? No. Does he have an expertise on the matter in any way, shape, or form? No. He's got a connection to Hunter Biden. Hmm. Was it because he was in all those Lincoln commercials? Possibly. Was that? No. No, no, it wasn't. He no. was in Texas did Chainsaw even... Massacre, the next ge- generation. Yeah. Was it? Did it have anything well, to you're do? getting warmer now. Okay. <laughs> you're getting warmer. Let me let me ask you. Did you find it um, well done at all? Common sense, comfortable even. He was for an actor. He did not do. I didn't think he did a good job. No. Did you? No, I did not think he did a good job at all. I mean, again, he's way out of his depth here. He obviously doesn't know anything about what he's talking about. And that's it's it's difficult to do a White House uh, uh, session with a bunch of reporters when you don't know what you're talking about, unless they don't challenge you at all in any way, which obviously is the type of thing he should expect in that situation. But no, I did not think it was impressive or or it didn't win me over, Glenn. Yeah, it didn't win me over at all. Um, so here's why he got into it. Um, well, let me start. Let me start here. Uh, you know that Joe Biden has a son and uh, his son has said that his father thinks that he, Hunter Biden, is the smartest man he's ever met. Hmm. Now, this is the crack addict that was just seen recently uh, posing with a hooker and a gun as his penis, which was, I mean, who doesn't take a photo of themselves like that? Um, <clears throat> anyway, Uh, Friends of Hunter says he discusses the finer points of Ukraine policy and other matters of state around the dinner table with his father on regular weekend visits home to Delaware or Camp David. One former friend describes him as his father's closest advisor. Now, this may explain an (laughs) awful lot. We have an actual crackhead giving the advice. Now, do you remember the... You don't want to call him sugar daddy. Remember the the sugar lawyer, the sugar boy, the I don't know, the sugar brother, the L.A. entertainment lawyer, Kevin Morris. Do you remember him? Nobody is talking about this. Nobody will remember this. So um, Kevin Morris is a big Hollywood uh, entertainment lawyer. Big, big name. When Hunter Biden was in trouble. Uh, with the IRS, he didn't have the million dollars of back taxes. So Kevin Morris just paid the IRS for him. Why? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> how many times have you just higgledy piggledy just gone out and said, you know, I think this crackhead is a good bet. Uh, I'm just going to take care of his million dollar tax liability. 
No questions, no strings. Uh-huh. So anyway, um, guess who he represents? Matthew McConaughey. So the lawyer that paid off the tax bill of over a million dollars with nothing in return uh, happens to represent Matthew McConaughey. And the guy he gave that money to happens to be the president's closest advisor. Okay, that is that is only a scenario a crack pipe could come up with. And that is this administration It is a one giant crack pipe. It's probably the best way to look at it. I think every press conference should sound like this. No, I mean, the economy is really, really good right now. It is great. It's turning around. Best, <laughs> best economy we've ever had. <sighs> and it would make more sense. You could make the argument that Matthew McConaughey's character in Dazed and Confused would be better than Corinne Jean-Pierre. I think that's fair to say. Let me give you uh, let me give you a piece of audio here from Joy Behar yesterday talking about guns. Listen to this. Most AR-15 owners are former military. Okay. 35 plus. Let me say married. one more thing. So that's all I'm saying. Okay. Is that they're yeah. not once, crazy once, people. Okay. Here's the thing. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Oh, God. That is the dumbest point, And they make it all the time. We want yeah. black people to have guns in this country. They have a Second Amendment right, just like white people, just like Hispanic people, just like every other person in this country. We want them to take advantage of their rights. Full stop the only ones that have ever tried to take guns away from blacks are democrats look it up check it out democrats every single time so i love the idea i think everyone in chicago that could legally apply for a permit and go buy a gun i think every black mother and father should have a gun in Chicago, you want to stop things, have mama come out on her stoop and say, get the F away from my children. Understand? That would stop a lot of things. There's no reason why people have to cower in fear when the government won't do their own job. Yeah. Oh, so it- racist. And you know what it feels like? Almost a little bit like replacement theory. Now, <laughs> I'm not an expert like the Democrats are on replacement theory, but isn't this wasn't didn't that say, by the way, she was talking to a black woman who owns a gun. She said that to her. Um, isn't it a little like you should be afraid because you watch these 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 white people once blacks get guns, once they think that they can control things. You know, these uppity blacks, they'll start getting guns, and that's when the Republicans will change the law. Isn't that kind of in the family of replacement theory? It's funny because it's they they say these things as if they're assigning them to Republicans and evil white people. It's all them. But, I mean, this is just their views. These are the views that have been in the middle of the progressive movement forever. You couldn't trust yep. black people with guns in their view for a very long time, which is why they tried to take those guns away from people like, you know, Martin Luther King. Right. So wait a minute. Why didn't they trust blacks with guns? 
Because it's not like they just they're, they're crazy. They can't figure out how a gun works. Uh, they'll uh, take over everything. It was none of that. It was that it would empower blacks. They wouldn't be pushed around anymore. The reason why Martin Luther King, what, he was a gun owner, but he wanted a concealed carry permit. And the good old sheriff down there said, well, you know what, Mr. King, I think we'd do better if, uh, you know us, the white people here who are hosing your people down in the streets, we take care and protect you. For your own protection, Now, did he do that because, pardon me? It's for his own protection, of course. Exactly right. And that's what they said. And that's what they said. That, that, that is the history of blacks not owning guns. Always taken or prevented because these uppity blacks are going to, you know what they're going to do. They're just going to start telling us, thinking they can tell us what to do. That's what she's blaming on current Republicans. It's always Democrats. Yeah. Always well, let's, Democrats. Let's come up with a mythical gun control policy here. That's unconstitutional, but let's just entertain it anyway. How about a, a policy where... You know, people walking down the street, you just walk up to them and you just start searching them for guns with no reason just to do it on the street whenever you want to see if they happen to have guns. And if they do, then you can just prosecute the laws that already exist. There's a gun control policy that's obviously unconstitutional, uh, but you could theoretically implement and would get guns off the street and it would get illegal guns off the street. Well, that, that policy is called stop and frisk. And that policy was in place in new york and what how did the democrats react to that policy they didn't seem to like it all that much they seemed to think that due process was taken away largely from people of color and in fact all of these laws that they want to put in would hit that community much harder than it would it would hit white kids in the suburbs who are depressed and playing video games let me see if i have this right what you're saying is Business as usual for the Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> na, 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 na.